0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to today's episode of the Fluid Football Podcast. My name is Avi Rajendra Nicolucci. I'm your co-host. With me today is Jacob Cohen, as always.
1: Jacob, what have you been doing
0: in the, the month since we've recorded?
1: Yeah, look, it's been a while, for sure. Brief hiatus, but we're back better than ever. Uh, you know, been a nice transition, getting back to school. For, 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 you know, you obviously can't see us right now. Avi and I, for the first time, are actually sitting in the same room recording right now, uh, you know, sharing one microphone until we figure out how to actually uh, use independent mics. But, you know, just been going to class, you know, watching Arsenal, thinking, thinking of some hot takes for today's episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, hot takes are obviously essential. You know, we've had a month to stew over these things, um, but you know, first off, you know, we didn't get to talk about the Champions League uh, concluded uh, before we uh, recorded our last episode. Uh, Bayern Munich obviously beating uh, PSG there. Um, I actually forgot the score line. What was the score line? Was it 2 0 yeah, yeah, I think it was 2 0 Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think actually it was pretty much chalk. I, I had Bayern PSG in the final after that after the uh, the redraw and um you know it was it was the best matchup you could hope for i think coming out of
1: yeah there. i mean i mean it's two clubs that n- neither one's been in a final for a very i mean Bayern hasn't been in a final for final for a very long time psg hasn't been in a final and i don't know
0: the, ever the 90s was like the last time
1: yeah. right right so mm-hmm. i mean you have two two, two absolutely you know star powered squads in europe uh it was the rightful final Bayern were the rightful champions in my opinion just like we always say they're an absolute machine um Everywhere on the pitch, and then they added Leroy Sané to their squad, which is just hilarious to me. Um, and then you know could be clear favorites again. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, I think the only thing is like they actually did lose a lot of players. Um, you know, Tiago obviously has left. Um, you know, what's his name? Um, I think it's the Mario uh, Mario Gomez. Or... What's that?
1: Goetze? Yeah, Götze. Good one, Was at Dortmund. But... Michael
0: Quaison uh, is apparently going to Leeds. Um, so they're actually a little thin thinner than than people might think um, especially going forward uh, but you know Leroy Sané is going to be a great great uh, great addition there.
1: And they they played Sani at the 10 I saw against Offenheim. Oh, really? uh, I, I believe they played him or it might have been a pretty fluid front 3 or 4 but either way pretty interesting the way they're Damn. deploying him. It's good good to see him back on the pitch though yeah, to be honest.
0: Take big, big Leroy Sané stands over here. Yeah
1: from from episode 1.
0: <laughs> All right uh you know we we both tweeted our uh Premier League predictions, but I think we can just go through that maybe and, and just kind of give a rationale behind that. Um, I can start, I guess. Uh, let's see. I had, I had City, number one, uh, Liverpool, number two. I just felt like, you know, Liverpool, I wouldn't say got lucky, but, you know, things just kind of went their way last season, uh, especially with Man City's injury problems and everything. And I thought, you know, Guardiola – you know he signed you know several players this offseason um, and you know Liverpool except for Thiago haven't really. So I thought you know it's just gonna the pendulum's gonna kind of swing back. Um, but you know first couple of weeks it's it's actually been uh, pretty been, interesting. Been Literally, shaky, been very yeah. shaky. Yeah, Liverpool's been very impressive, and we just saw them beat Arsenal today 3-1. Um, so, yeah, I have a hot take about that coming up.
1: But. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't <laughs> want to give too much about my Premier League predictions, actually. But, but I think, you know, the main conversation is, is it City or is it Liverpool? Because I don't think many people are going to have anybody else cracking the top two. But I also had City, uh, you know, winning, winning the league. They just conceded five goals to, you know, the same Leicester City that we saw last season, which is, a, you know, raises a lot of questions. But it's also, you know, they played two matches. It's very, very, very early. So I'm I'm not too worried. I'm going to stand by that prediction. I think Liverpool are going to are going to drop some points more than last season.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, my relegated three. <clears throat> I think I had yeah West Brom, Fulham, and West Ham. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> it's interesting. I I tried to keep Fulham out of things for our friend Dean Jones. Oh yeah. I, I you know I have Fulham surviving. I think. Uh. You know I have West Brom going down I have Brighton go- I had Brighton going down which is not looking good for me right now I mean they look good yeah no. yeah uh, you know Neil, Neil mm-hmm. oh, did you see the other day Neil Mopay was what? pretending to oh, cry or, yeah, yeah. and then uh <laughs> you know, penalty in the 110 yeah, minute, 100 minute that was
0: tough I mean Brighton they they're uh, they play a very you know um free-flowing style you know Graham Potter I think he he really has a an identity you know with Brighton so they they might not always get the results, but they're going to look good regardless. And they they've shown they can compete against teams like United. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, throughout the year. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's hold off a bit because I think we're going to have some more Premier League discussion, or a lot more coming up soon. But you know, one thing I think we should discuss. You know, so so Avina, you know, we're living in the same house, and they just released the Tottenham Hospital All or Nothing documentary on Amazon. So we've watched we watched a few episodes together so far. And, you know, I, I just want to hear, hear your thoughts on it so far. I'm obviously, you know, anti-Spurs for life. But I will say it's been really interesting getting to see inside the locker room. And, you know, we got to see with City's docuseries, we saw Pep. Now we get to see Jose. Like, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, one thing, just like a little disappointed, like, you know, I, I think Mourinho said he didn't want his tactics to be included. So it's, you know, all of his team talks are essentially just about um, mentality and stuff like that, which is fine. But it's essentially the same thing every time. Um, But I think, you know, Mourinho is such an interesting character. I mean, he's, you know, we're watching with our roommates who don't really know much about soccer. They're starting to get into soccer, and they just think Mourinho's hilarious because (laughs) his – his, you know, mannerisms, the fact that he just, you know, says, you know, the F word like every other sentence, <laughs> it's, it's,
1: uh, it's box office stuff. His, his team talks, you know, there was a scene where I think Serge Aurier spills the coffee, and it's <laughs> like, everyone's just scared of this guy. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the roommates love him, though. The roommates, I think, are Spurs fans now. Yeah, because no, Archer sure definitely is. Yeah, definitely yeah. is. No, nah, but I love, Uh, you know, before every match, you have Harry Kane, just start, he starts yelling at the squad. It's, it's just like, you know, it's, it's getting a bit repetitive for yeah. me, but, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing. The, I don't know if you saw the fight between Son and Yoris.
0: Oh, uh, no, we haven't okay. got that far. Yeah, but we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. No, the funniest. I think the funniest part was, or two funniest parts were. Um, one where, where when uh, Mourinho was talking to his assistant, and he he was like, the assistant <laughs> was like, I heard. Uh, apparently, Suzoko has a lot of influence in the locker room, and and Mourinho just goes like he just drops the F bomb. Like, <laughs> <laughs> very disappointing to hear. It was so funny, and then the other funny part was um, Serge Aurier. He was just like. He's like, Serge, you scare me because you're going to give away a penalty. And (laughs) Serge just like straight face, like so sad.
1: Love that. Love that. But uh, look, you know, focus of the episode today, we're going to talk a bit about the new season. Um, You know, I want to drop some hot takes in a bit. But first, you know, I want to talk about some of the transfers that we've seen. Um, You know, obviously the the transfer window is still open, but there's been a lot of business and a lot of interesting business and a lot of business I feel like we weren't expecting. Um, you know, you mentioned Tiago, but I think you know it would be wrong not to start with Chelsea as a club when talking about you know this transfer window because some of the the purchases that they that they've made have just been. I mean, it's been absurd. The play, it's like career mode out yeah, here. Yeah, no,
0: it's it's uh, it's exactly like it's just career mode as football manager. Um, you know, Havertz, Werner, Chilwell, Tiago Silva, and and Ziyech. I mean, on paper, I mean, they're they're arguably. I mean, they're definitely I think the most talented attack. I mean, well, the high, they, you know, they will yeah. have
1: the highest rated FIFA attack, yeah, probably. Exactly. But like
0: they have the they certainly have the deepest attack in the league, I think. Um and, and the challenge now is, you know, for Frank Lampard to try and integrate them into a system of some kind because right now it doesn't really seem like they have much of a system. It's kind of we get three throw, you know, four attacking players on the field and then we just hope our, our defense, you know, doesn't crumble um before you know the end of the game. Which it has, yeah, uh, so far this season. <laughs> West uh, Brom West
1: Brom put three goals past them in, you yeah. know, thirty minutes. I yeah, think less
0: less than that, I think. And I mean obviously, you know, Chelsea came back there, but um yeah, I think, you know, Lampard I always, you know, make fun of him because he doesn't seem to like really have much tactical um identity. But you know, really he has to find a way, you know, to really um, you know make sure that he can get the best out of these attacking players because the reality is you can't you can't play everyone at the same time but you have to find a way you know a system that that fits um the, the players
1: i really think if i mean i i didn't want to drop this in my hot takes but i think if lampard doesn't win a trophy or or at least challenge for the title in the next season and a half i, I think his job is at risk oh, but, yeah, i mean sure. i I, mean, I didn't want to say ne- this season because yeah. I, it just it's got to be too early but yeah. with again like with the talent that they have now i mean how do you even ma- How do you ma- how did you manage this team? You have, I mean, Ziyech, Havertz, and Werner is a perfect front three, but you also have Pulisic, you have Mason Mount, who wants playing time. You have Tammy Abraham, who was your man last year for you know for the first half of the season. Poor Olivier Giroud. Um, you know they, they they got rid of Mishi Um What I don't even know how I would manage this team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think players are going to leave, um, you know, winter or or um, summer because someone's going to be unhappy because they're not going to get the playing time that they deserve because you just have too much talent there. Um, I mean, I feel bad for Tammy Abraham almost. And I mean, for, you know, Callum hunts at a delay. I mean, he's getting some playing time now, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's a guy who was, you know, on the cusp of going to Bayern Munich, I think two seasons ago. And, and then he, they convinced him to stay and then he tore his ACL and now he's kind of down in the pecking order. So, um, I think, I don't know, Chelsea, uh, A lot lot of questions, I'd
1: say. A lot of questions, and I I agree with you. I think Tam Abraham, um, we can move on from Chelsea in a sec, but Tam Abraham was kind of, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting for his moment. Kind of like hudson Doyle, but waiting for his moment and got it last season. And he he performed, you know, for a good string of matches in the beginning of the season. And, you know, it looks like Lampard's looking elsewhere. So, yeah, I I feel for him. But, you know, you mentioned players are going to leave, one of which, well, they lost Pedro and they lost Willian who came to, uh, came to the Arsenal racking up a few assists in his first match, which has been great. But now at Arsenal, I don't know, uh, you know, Willian or Pepe, who plays. Um.
0: Yeah. I, think, I think, you know, um, it, it depends on, like, what you want. You know, I think Willian is going to give you more of a creative threat. I think Pepe is more direct in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know, Pepe is just going to look to dribble and take you on. But, you know, Willian can cut inside and make that killer pass. So I think, you know, they are two great options to have. Um but uh you know I think I don't know. I think you know Pepe still has some stuff to prove. I mean, considering his price tag, and I think people maybe have forgotten about that, uh how much that Arsenal paid for him. Uh, but Twitter, I Twitter has, <laughs> Twitter has not forgotten. Twitter has not
1: forgotten. Twitter is fed up with Pepe, and but I mean, he's not starting though, is the thing. He's I mean William immediately got the start over Pepe. So I am concerned. I don't know what Arteta's plans are with him and and with the squad, but I do have faith in Arteta, you know? Yeah. It was weird.
0: It was weird how Chelsea fans, like, didn't seem to like William because I mean, like, I think people, yeah, maybe overrated him at some points. Like he, he only scored, he's only scored like something like 20 goals in the Premier League and Chelsea. But uh, you know, what he brings to the team is, I mean, he's, he's a, one of the best wingers, I think in the Premier League still, I mean his creative stats, um, his dribbles, his work rate, uh, his work rate. Exactly. I mean, he did, he still brings a lot and regardless of his age, um, you know, I think, you know, that's kind of something I balked at. I was, you know, is it a good investment, you know, for Arsenal to take on his contract? Um, you know, that remains to be seen, but I think, you know, they're trying to to win now while, while building for the future. So it's, it's a tricky balance.
1: Yeah. I think the thought process there is, you know, bringing in an experienced winger, you know, Premier League experienced winger for obviously the, the handful of youngsters that we have Martinelli, Saka and um again just kind of being there as a resource for them also of course he's still a gr- very reliable player like we've said so very excited to have willian although his kit i still can't get used to his kit <laughs> yeah, yeah, number 12 and yeah. in, in red no it doesn't look, make sense it looks
0: so weird it looks so it, weird like <laughs> i i don't think i'll ever get used to use that either like yeah the, the 12 just i think the 12 is re- really throws it off like, i think mean, if he had a 10 it
1: it'd be like okay uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fine but yeah uh, um so you know let's let's move past arsenal Let, let's go to another team that maybe a bit surprisingly has, I don't know about surprisingly, has made some, some, some good purchases, I'd say, this summer. And that being Everton bought a, a midfield trio of James Rodriguez, Abdoulaye Ducore, and Allen from Napoli. <clears throat> and, and we've seen over the years Everton dropping, you know, significant fees, hefty fees on players that maybe don't warrant the price that, that they're you know seeing. I really like the business that Everton's done. I really like James Rodriguez so far. Um, Alan has, I think he's played every minute. Um, I'm, I'm very excited about Everton.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the difference now is Carlo Ancelotti. I mean, they've always had an owner that would back it back the manager, but they just have never found the right manager. And uh, I think it just shows the difference when, when you find like, you know, there's just a different crop of managers. Um, you know, right now it's, you know, I think it's Ancelotti, I mean, Mourinho. you know, Guardiola, Klopp, um, you know you can you know Benitez maybe Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. these guys who just you know they know they're so experienced they have an identity they they know how they want to play Mm -hmm. they know what types of players they want to bring in um and so that helps I mean uh you know Ancelotti loves Thomas Rodriguez you know he brought Mm -hmm. him he's brought him pretty much everywhere he went you know he was at um he was at Real Madrid and then he went to Bayern I believe right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so um yeah and Alan was at uh Alan was um at Napoli when when uh, Ancelotti was there as well. So he, he knows the type of player he likes and it's, it's been going great. I mean, after, you know, lockdown period, they uh, Everton looked, you know, really solid and they've just only built on that. Um, you know, they're undefeated in the premier league and mm-hmm. I like to hate on Everton a lot, but <laughs> actually I think they're, you know, really exciting. And um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's what Everton fans, you know, have been hoping for, you know, that, that team that can actually challenge for the top six that have an identity that are exciting. So I, I mean, I would be extremely excited about yeah, fans know,
1: in Everton. Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison are both flourishing right now with, with the support that they've brought in. Um, <clears throat> and Everton are, you know, we're finally going to have some uh, some exciting Merseyside. Yeah, Merseyside derbies get back here. We go a couple, <laughs> couple weeks from now, I think. But oh, uh, really, okay. You know, let, let's let's touch on a few individual transfers now. Uh, one that's really really exciting, even though I mean I'm an Arsenal fan. An exciting transfer is Bale back in the tra- back in the Premier League. Gareth Bale. Yeah, the amount of talent that has, has come back to the, or come to the Premier League,
0: this, this window has been ridiculous. I mean, we've already, already named, you know, a lot. But, you know, Gareth Bale coming back, it's it's kind of uh, it's been talked about, you know, for years now, I think, ever since you know, he's been at Real Madrid pretty much. Uh, you know, it's, it's cool to see him back. I hope he does well. I mean, he's out until October with an injury, I believe. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully he flourishes and, you know, maybe he comes uh, to, to North London permanently.
1: Yeah, there is a chance and I thought something hilarious I saw online I think you know on Twitter they were saying Gareth Bale as soon as his move was confirmed he uh, had booked you know tea time oh. at the local golf course yeah <laughs> something with uh, with Levy maybe
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that was okay. I, I mean I hope it's real I, I think it's real but uh, it's someone someone had, yeah someone at a golf club like they, they went to like the tea sheet and it was Daniel Levy and Gareth Bale uh, just booked there so the, the, you can't make that up it's just his
1: brand it's, like it's I, I can't tell if it's a marketing thing at this point but yeah. it's just it's hysterical
0: i really want to get that wales flag where it's you know wales golf real madrid and that, or it's just something of that yeah. use. we should just get like a house flag maybe flag. we'll get it for the house yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think that'd be a good, uh, good
1: good house flag. good uh you know more, more business in spain uh, you know we, we've talked about barcelona we talked about them after their disgusting performance against bayern luis suarez gone on a free transfer to Atletico Madrid, all and then, of a sudden,
0: and then he goes out and scores two goals and has an assist in, uh, I think, less than twenty minutes of play or something uh, like that. Yeah. So he's still class. Um, easy to hate on him, but uh, I think Atletico is a great fit. I mean, fits the personality. <laughs> like you know, he's going to thrive with <laughs> Diego Costa and uh, Diego Simeone. It's just going to be a, so interesting well, you, to watch. <laughs> you saw the
1: Diego Costa interview after yeah. uh, after the match. he's the, You know, they're like, "Hey, Diego Costa, how how do you like playing with Luis Suarez?" He's like. You know, now we have one who bites and one who kicks. And it's just, it's perfectly, <laughs> yeah. and it's representative of the way Simeone, you know, likes to play. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's dirty. It's not dirty, but it's, it's rough uh, and it's aggressive. Um, it's, you know, win at all costs. And as we've seen over the years, Luis Suarez will win at all costs. And I, I honestly, I love the guy. People, uh, you know, really, again, like you said, like to hate on him. The handball in the World Cup. I, I, don't, I don't mind it. I think, you know, he obviously was going to be red carded. And, I, we don't need to talk about twenty ten right now, but I'm a big Luis Suarez fan. Is is my point here?
0: I, I was so mad. I, I actually I was a big uh, Ghana supporter. Actually, yeah, uh, yeah. I really I, I like the Cinderella story. You know?
1: Yeah, of course. Well, but, you, you look Well, they did knock out. Yeah, know, the, the US. US. I
0: mean, that was tough. But like, I don't know. I just for whatever reason, I really like Ghana. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, Suarez – I can't believe Costa said that, actually. I mean, I feel like yeah. Suarez would get mad by, you know, acknowledging that he like a, a, bit, bit, of a bit of a sore subject. Yeah. Right? Like, nah. <laughs> but uh, I don't think Costa cares. But, uh, but, yeah, actually, it's funny. You know, Alvaro Morata is um, – you know, he was at Atletico Madrid, and once he uh, he, he left to Juventus, that kind of cleared the way um, for Suarez to come in. And, you know, I saw this tweet, you know, about Morata, and it was, it was like um, – You know, Juventus, Chelsea, and Atlético Madrid are just, you know, involving uh, Alvaro Morata in a a money money laundering scheme (laughs) because they're just passing around, you know, I think 50 million, you know, for for him. How how does he go for 50 million? Ridiculous. I mean, (laughs) I I just don't understand. Doesn't doesn't even play that much, doesn't score much. Like, he's he's got this price tag stuck to him. I mean, exactly. It's players like that's what, you know, the transfer market is. It doesn't really make sense. You know, you just have these arbitrary price tags um, stuck to players. Uh, I mean, you know, he's class, and I think, you know, what he does doesn't always show up in, in the stats, you know, st- traditional stats, um, but it, it's questionable. And But I think, you know, he, he'll do well at, at, back at Juventus. Um, you know, I think, you know, Pirlo, you know, building something special there, actually. I, uh, it's really interesting. I'm <laughs> excited about
1: Juventus. I, I was considering, you know, making one of my, one of my hot takes that, uh, you know, Juventus is going to win the Champions League. I don't think I, – I just can't bet against Bayern right now. I, I just <laughs> – I'll, they'll get as far as Bayern will let them go, I yeah. think. But I do think that they will challenge uh, more than more than they have in the past. I think Fairlo, you're right, is building something. And We saw Higuain, uh, you know, another high-profile striker sent sent away this summer. Higuain replaced by Morata. Higuain's now at uh, Inter-Miami. Yeah, Inter-Miami. <laughs> Played against the Union last night. Skied a penalty. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, the homegrowns, Aaronson, Fontana, flourishing. Lo- love to see that. Love to see that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting, like, Juventus and Barcelona, like, their clubs coming off, you know, really, you know, um, bad seasons in their own, um, you know, respective. You know, and, and the outlook on this season wasn't good. You know, both teams were kind of, like, in that rebuilding mode. Um, so, But actually, you know, it seems like they might have found something. So, I,
1: you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's exciting. And, and then, you know, a couple other quick transfers. You have, you know, Liverpool made a couple signings. Thiago, Diogo Jota. Um, Jota scored today against Arsenal.
0: Yeah, I think Liverpool finally made some moves on the transfer market and Thiago's a great signing. I mean, I just love watching him pass. I mean, he's he comes in and he you can just tell automatically he's class. Like the way he just pings the ball around the pitch, the way he just turns, he's so composed. Um, you know, great signing, great I mean, just great option to have. And then and then Jota, I think uh, you know, less heralded at Wolves, but uh, you know, he was he's he's a great great uh, great forward. Um, you know, he can play in a lot of different positions. And uh, I'm surprised. Wolves are just letting players kind of kind of go. I mean, uh, they're buying a lot of players too. But you know, Jota left, and, and so did um, Den Donker, I yeah, believe. Yeah. And those are two key pieces. I mean, I know they they bought Samedo to replace uh, him, and they bought um, Fabio Silva, the Portuguese yeah. wonder kid. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Wolves um, actually dipped this season. I think you know, everyone just kind of slots him in at seven. Um, but it's difficult to maintain that. I mean, the Premier League is so competitive this year. You have so many fighting you know in that in that mid table area you know for ten, 10 and 6 um it's going
1: to be there's just so much talent coming in across the league it's i mean it's great but wolves are going to be especially reliant on Raul Jimenez this year and if he doesn't overperform to be honest if he doesn't overperform they're not going to finish in the top 8 i, yeah. I think
0: it's triore and Jimenez are going to have a lot of pressure on them this year um so i mean I mean, they're, we'll they're, si- they're
1: sitting 16 right now, but yeah. uh, again, we're only, you know, two, three matches in for these teams. So. Yeah,
0: and, and I could see, you know, if Wolves, if they go downhill, I think, you know, maybe Triari starts pushing for that move. Jimenez maybe United. starts pushing yeah. for that move. I
1: mean, uh, Jimenez United. yeah, I think,
0: I think Wolves are actually in a more per- precarious position than people think right now. Yeah.
1: All right, so let's, uh, let's get into our, uh, you know, our overreactions based on what we're going to call them overreactions based on what we've seen so far this season know predictions hot takes whatever you want to call it we're gonna we're gonna go you know shoot back and forth we're, I think we, we're each gonna get five yeah uh and and we'll, we'll talk but I, I you know give me give me your first your first overreaction for the season
0: okay yeah yeah so I uh I hinted at this earlier um you know Barcelona they they won against uh Villarreal I think a couple nights ago for four nil um, and then I was just, you know, just looking at their team sheet, and it's like, wow, they, they still have a ridiculous amount of talent. Uh, you know, they have Coutinho, Griezmann, Messi. <laughs> uh, <you're> that guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so th- they're still, you know, really talented. And I think uh, also Ansu Fazi, I mean, um, I think Kuman. you know, Ronald Koeman, uh, you know, he knows he has an identity. It's a four-two-three-one. I think is what he prefers. And I think that kind of, you know, change of setup, um, could be good you know I think that the four-three-three with with Barca's you know so-called you know style play the heavy possession might be a little outdated and I think you know Koeman will he'll bring that progressive or you know pragmatic uh, approach back that you know Valverde almost had and everyone kind of criticized him for that and I actually think you know Barca are going to be really good this season again actually I think they're gonna have a better season than last year and um, I think I think they're gonna win La Liga. Um, do you, do you yeah. think that
1: <laughs> wow win La Liga yeah. that's I mean, I'd love to see it. Do you think that this is Messi's official last dance at the club?
0: Um, yeah, I think his contract expires next summer, right? right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it expires, but could do you, do you think yeah. at some point he decides he, he's staying, or do you, nah. do you think he's 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 done?
0: I would say, I'm going to say he's done. I think there's like a, a sliver of possibility that hey, like Nabar said, he's coming back. Like, oh, maybe I'll 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 come back with that. But I think I think 99 he's done.
1: I mean, in that I mean, I agree with you. And in that case, you know these players are going to do everything that they can for Messi. I mean, this is Messi's last dance yeah. with Barcelona. So you could, I mean, at the very least, you're going to see Yeah, challenging for I the think, I think Messi too. I think Ansu Fati, you know, he really
0: emerged. Um, he's He's been emerging. And I, I think Messi's going to enjoy having that, you know, secondary option. I mean, obviously you still have Griezmann, but I, I feel like, you know, Fati is just, you know, such a talent. Uh, watching the way Messi reacted after he scored, it was it was kind of refreshing. He's just kind of like, yeah. wow, someone else can score. Someone else can
1: be a dynamic. So, <laughs> No, that was, that was pretty cool. We had we had Ronaldinho pass the ten kit to Messi. Is Messi yeah. gonna do the same for Patsy? That would be something. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. I mean, that's, that's a, that a lot of pressure. That would be too perfect. That I, would be too perfect. I think that's
0: too much for I don't well, think my, I think you have to, you know, let the ten take a rest. What for, I've been for a thinking is
1: yeah. Whoever the next person to take the number ten, who's gonna take the next number ten kit? Who has think, the audacity do you to you
0: retire for it? it? Do you I I don't know.
1: I mean I don't know
0: who would have the audacity to ask yeah. for it. No, what's his name? Uh, remember at, at Madrid? Mariano. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs>
1: Took the seven. Oh, my God. Now now Hazard's rock. Uh, <laughs> great. All right. My uh my, my first take, based on what I've seen so far. This this might not be so far-fetched, but James Rodriguez is the signing of the season. Now I think he beats out Timo Werner and Kai Havertz and, and all these other guys. I think James Rodriguez is, you know, the key to the lock that Everton have been, have been searching for. We already see Calvert-Lewin at the top, you know, the scoring charts with five goals. Richarlison looks great. The whole squad is just playing well. And a lot of it does come down to him. He's offering that creativity that they've been lacking. Yilfi Sigurdsson was not the answer to that. Um, he, he's the centerpiece. He's the focal point of what Everton is building right now. It's amazing that he wasn't getting any playing time anywhere else. And granted at Real Madrid, it's very tough to break into that squad. I mean, you're not going to, he doesn't start over Modric or Tony Cruz, but he does deserve to be playing 90 minutes of football every week. And, you know, Everton is offering them that, offering him that opportunity. And I think he's going to, he's going to do bits.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's, he's a veteran player. Like, you know, at this point, um, he, he's someone who's just already hit the ground running. And I think that's maybe where Havertz or Werner will um, struggle a little more. Um, and, you know, he's, he's been, you know, played at a, at a variety of positions. I think he's been played on the wing um, actually, and he's just uh, so intelligent on the ball. Um, you know, he, that's, the, that, that's kind of what comes with, you know, I guess, being a veteran, you know, having played for Bayern Munich, having played for, for Real Madrid. So, you know, when he comes up against, you know, West Bromwich, I don't think he's going to be intimidated. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, he's just permanent class. You know, him and Tiago are those players that uh, they're just going to find a way to make an impact, you know, wherever where the, they are on the pitch. So.
1: Yeah. I, when, I, when I think of James Rodriguez, um, I guess this is, you know, you know, biased based on left-footed players. But I think of, you know, in the Premier League, we've seen Mesut Ozil and Juan Mata and uh, David Silva, all these left-footed, creative players that play in the middle of the park. Although James Rodriguez, um, I think, has a better shot on him, actually, than, than the, the former three. It's just another one of those creative, you know, young, well, not young, but but just, you know, players in the midfield.
0: Yeah, I mean, he just like slots those, he has those line breaking passes. Um, it's, it's it's beautiful to watch. I mean, I think Everton are one of the most exciting teams to watch in the Premier League right now because they do have that, you know, they're so loaded with talent. I mean, they still have Moise Keane, you know, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere on the bench. I mean, for eight minutes. former yeah, wonder eight. kid, like, uh, yeah, I mean, Calvert-Lewin is is really coming his own. I mean, Richarl- Richarlison is still amazing. Alexi Wobe,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we can dream. I, I can. Oh dream. Oh my
0: god, I still can't believe the there. Oh my goodness.
1: All right, give, give, give <laughs> me your yeah. give me your number two. All
0: right, so my number two overreaction. This is funny because I just said Man City we're gonna win the Premier League, but after seeing you know the first couple of games, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch back and say Liverpool are gonna win the Premier League. Um, mm-hmm. It's been insanely impressive. I mean, everyone was just kind of predicting that Liverpool were gonna drop off, but um, they haven't and they still just know how to play so well together I mean their fullbacks are you know Robertson and Alexander Arnold are just you know incredible um, and then Mane and Salah are still class I mean Firmino's still doing his thing um, it doesn't look that the machines you know broken yet and and you know they brought in reinforcements this year and I think that that is you know um, given some more depth that they didn't have last season so you know if if a guy was to go down they could they could uh you know rely on on someone else um
1: yeah so yeah i I keep trying to justify arsenal's two victories over liverpool uh you know over the past couple months before before today of course but i think we 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 saw we did see a drop-off um after the restart from liverpool and that that drop-off was a result of a series of individual errors that players were making that players did not make before the restart and i really think that that just comes down to the league being locked up and, and it. You know the mentality just shifted we've we, We've seen you know it's it's game time new season every every match matters. Liverpool aren't dropping points right now, um, although I mentioned earlier I do think they will, um, but it's going to take you know a real effort from city and, and almost a flawless um, you know number of weeks, number of months for them to overtake them.
0: yeah, I mean city, they're kind of on a mess right now. I mean you know laporte is is injured i still i think um, and you know. Ake, I don't know if he's the answer at center back. I think there's st- oh Ruben Diaz, they just signed. Yeah, um, don't know much about him to be honest, but um, you know they spent a lot of money on him. So uh, it's funny because someone mentioned that you know uh, City didn't want to pay whatever it was eighty million for Virgil Van Dyke, but now they've spent I think you know, over well over a hundred million on center back since then. So um, you know you should probably you know when there's a player like like Van Dyke, I, I think.
1: The cost is, is justified. Koulibaly is another one that's been...
0: Yeah, abrupt, but, but the thing is, he's already 29. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe that he, they should they should have bought him, you know, a year or two ago, I think. Um, and at this point, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, at this point, you know, City doesn't really see... I mean, Pep started playing with this four um, two three one 2 formation with Fernandinho and, and Rodri in the double pivot. But that doesn't really seem to work because it, it's really bizarre. It's like, what happens is you have, you know, this front four, basically, with Kevin De Bruyne joining the, the top three. And it's, it's not like city football. It's like, you just, it looks like they're, they're like losing every game and they're just like shoving men forward. It's mm-hmm. like, there's no creativity. It's just like, you know, the, the opposition back line just sits off there. And there, then, the, you know, Kevin O'Brien is just trying to find a path. There, it, it's so much pressure on Kevin O'Brien. It's really seems
1: to be a real disconnect between the front five and the back
0: five. Yeah. There's a huge, there's a massive gap between the field. And so the whole goal of the double pivot was, to, you know, to
1: reduce that opportunity countered, but I think it's done the opposite actually. So City really are getting into these shootouts, and it looks like they're going to be getting into these shootouts until they like, really bolster that defense. Yeah. Um, you know, potentially with a – well, like, we've just seen a big money signing, but yeah. we'll, we'll see how that pans out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. if pep has got to figure out his formation, and I'm sure he will. I mean, about, <laughs> if yeah. he knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I, I Believe imagine, it or not. <laughs> I imagine he does. Uh, you know, we don't need to talk about my second one too much because we've spoken about Everton quite a bit. But Dominic Calvert-Lewin will finish – with the golden boot at the end of the season, wow, he's on five wow. goals already. You know, Damn. the the chances are not going to you know stop all of a sudden. The chances are going to keep flowing. He's going to keep finishing. That is that is a bit of a hot take. Jamie Vardy's no, also it, on five. It, it
0: is it's a it's a good one though. It's a good
1: one. I do I think you know Calvert lewin This mm. is his this is his season. He's going to break into the England like officially break into the England squad, um, and. Yeah, he's he's going to finish top of the charts.
0: Yeah, my my uh my next one is also in Everton, where everyone, <laughs> uh, I've been really impressed, and I think they're going to crack top four. Um wow. <laughs> I, I just haven't seen much from from United. From I mean, Tottenham still kind of doesn't really know what they're doing. I feel like Arsenal, you know, wishy washy sometimes. I mean, I think it's going to be Arsenal or Chelsea in that in that um the other the other spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Everton. I mean they just know who they are and and Ancelotti is just a proven manager so uh, really impressed with everything
1: well let, let, let me uh you know answer the question for you my my number 3 is that arsenal are finishing number 3 in the table you know not top 4 we're finishing number 3 behind city and liverpool this i mean
0: is, it's 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 um it's justified it's justified look
1: we 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 lost against liverpool yes that is expected though every team's expected to lose to liverpool i was optimistic of course because <laughs> i'm always <laughs> optimistic but you know, what are you going to do? It's Liverpool. We, Arteta is really, you know, grabbing a hold of the squad. He's really making it into his own. We're playing better football. So much more disciplined defensively. Mohamed Elneny's been in the squad, and he's been doing, you know, a fine job next to Granit Xhaka. The 3-4-3 is thriving. I am so excited. We're finishing three this season.
0: Yeah, I didn't even remember that El Elneny was still there. I mean, where was Elneny? I didn't either.
1: <laughs> he came to Besiktas. <laughs> That's so funny.
0: Oh my goodness! <clears throat> yeah, I mean, our, Arsenal are just um, you know great to watch. They love to the play out of the back, which kind of hurt them today. But I, I mean, I think it, in the long run, it's going to serve them well. Um, you know, they look so much different than they did under Emery. It's 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 um, honestly unbelievable. Um, and you know, our you know, Lacazette. I mean, he got some criticism today, but uh, you know, him, um, Aubameyang, Pepe slash Willian, it, it's a great attack and. Um, you know the fullbacks have been solid in, in the past, and I mean I think the question mark is going to be, uh, you know, your midfield and your defense. You know, mm-hmm. can someone consistently provide that service um, to the, to the forwards? And then, you know, who's going to partner with um, Gabrielle? Or, or you know, who are those three center backs going to be in, in the back three? So that's, that's exactly
1: what we're wondering. So, so first of all, we may very well convert to a four three three at some point if we make a couple signings. <laughs> Thomas Partey Asamoar. <laughs> but uh, but uh no. Um, you know, the, the question one of the questions is, you know, who is gonna provide the service? And, and the answer is Bukaya Saka. The problem is, you know, he's not playing much right now. Um Ainsley Maitland Niles also deserves to be playing, has been playing at the left wing back spot because he does offer just you know that that incredible work rate back and forth offensive and defensively, um, which I thought was gonna do well against Salah today, him and Tierney. But you know, either way. Um you know you made a great point earlier about playing out of the back that that's been you know the biggest improvement i think we saw emery trying to teach the squad how to play out of the back it was atrocious and you know all of a sudden we look really good gabrielle fits right in he's been great on the ball he's an animal um, david louise we've seen you know we know is good with his feet tierney in the back rob holding was shaky but still you know the squad you know there is an identity coming together now and that's why i'm so so bullish i'll say
0: yeah, no, Arsenal, Arsenal, uh, high potential, I would say. But yeah. don't know about top four. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my number my number four, I think. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Jamie Vardy, uh, back-to-back Golden Boot winner. Mm. Um, you know, the score of Hatcher against Man City is uh, extremely difficult, I think, especially under Pep Guardiola. Um, he joins Messi
1: and, uh, and who's the other one? And 2018, Jamie Vardy.
0: No, oh yeah, was <laughs> yeah, Jamie Vardy yeah, yeah, yeah. twice. And then it was, uh, yeah, I think Aguero is the other, only other one who had to score so, three or more goals. But, oh, against the
1: Pep side. Yeah, against the Pep side. Yeah,
0: but uh, yeah, that that um, extremely impressive. You know, obviously a little bit of an overreaction. Um, but I think Leicester are, are really impressive. I I honestly, you know, wasn't too high on them coming into the season. I thought, you know, they're going to slip. You know, Brendan Rodgers. They had a really you know bad ending to the season. So they collapsed. They collapsed, and you know, I was like looking at it and they didn't really bring in anyone, you know, too big. I don't really, oh, they brought in the right wing back, Kistania. Um, But, you know, nothing, nothing major. And I thought, you know, they're going to struggle this season. And they may, you know, very well struggle, but they, they've had a strong, strong start to, be, to the year. And, uh, you know, Jamie Vardy does not seem to be letting up at all.
1: <laughs> I like that. And, you know, Jamie Vardy probably is the favorite to, you know, to yeah. win the Golden <laughs> Boot. And it's amazing. He's, you know, fine wine. He's, he's getting better with yeah. the age, it seems. And um, what's
0: ridiculous is he's like a pace and power striker, you know what I mean? Like right. he's he's not even but he's like not, a technical. He's, not, he's not, not even built
1: for the uh, yeah. You know, to, to, for the style that he plays. Right, right. I think yeah, yeah. No,
0: I mean he's adapted well, but I mean he just runs himself to the ground. Like you could just see he was in pain after you know after like you know what, 80 minutes of of the game because he just runs so hard.
1: Yeah, um, I, yeah. I think you know he's mm-hmm. learned he's learned since then. But you know in the title winning season, um, you know fr- my friends and I would just laugh over his penalty taking because he would just smash the ball <laughs> as hard as he could, didn't care where it went, would just put his foot through it and, yeah. and, and smack now, it. He, he runs so fast on uh, the run up too. He's it's just great. it's so yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, so aggressive. It's, it's so, so aggressive. It's yeah. yeah. All right. You know, th- this this next one that I have uh you know I'm targeting Manchester United here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Complete fall off I'm I'm calling. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna say Ole will be sacked. He I think that might be let's make that part of it. Ole will be sacked and United will finish eighth or below.
0: You know, what's funny is I don't think it should be Ollie to be stacked. It should be Ed Woodward. I mean, you put all your eggs into Jaden Sancho's basket and then you don't even get him. I mean, mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, I know they signed Donny Van de Beek, um, but I don't really – I mean, he he's more of an attacking mid than a, than a center mid, actually. And, uh, I mean, I, great, you know, good cover for, for Bruno. But, um, you know, they still, uh, still have a lot of holes. And they're really – you know, they don't have, like, any depth um, outside of their normal starting 11. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you're putting a lot of pressure on a guy like Greenwood who's – you know what 18 years old 19 years old still so um yeah I could see this being a dumpster fire of a season actually my
1: my, I (laughs) I agree my whole issue you know like a lot of teams but you know great attack weak defense right we saw you know relatively weak defense compared to some other top six sides I would say um I think they could use some replacements and and some backups but um you know Rashford Martial and Greenwood like massively overperformed last season you know I think Martial had, had, he had 17 goals in the league. He had an expected goals count of like 10 or something. Greenwood had 10 goals, expected goals of like four. Yeah. Like they, they have the same supply coming in. They're going to – if they're not overperforming the way that they, that they did last season, um, you're going you're gonna to need someone else to step up or you're going you're gonna to be in trouble.
0: Yeah, I mean, Pogba needs to replicate his form post-lockdown. I mean, mm-hmm. he's – I think he's going to be the key to this team. Uh, I mean, obviously, Bruno too. Um, but but yeah, I mean they, they do have talent up front. Um, I don't think their back is as you know back line is as bad as people think, but um, you know L- Victor Lindelof is questionable at times, and you know Aaron Wan-Bissaka still hasn't really developed going forward, so he's a liability there. And I'm not convinced on Luke Shaw. Um, that sounds like I mean, a bad back
1: line. To me, uh, if I'm being I mean I know
0: they're, they're bringing in Alex Telles, I believe, from Benfica. Um, you know he's I, I've heard of him, you know, but I don't honestly mm-hmm. know.
1: If he's if he's, he's the a, right he's, player, you know, so. yeah, right. He's a, he's a good all around fullback. He's a big name. We'll see if it pans out. Uh, again, it's just a, you know a name you always hear that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, are you buying him because he's you know the highest rated uh, yeah. left back that you can find? On FIFA. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, no, I, I think you know if Bruno Fernandez doesn't score a hundredth minute penalty the other day, United sitting in the bottom four. Oh, that was ridiculous. Um, oh, that was God. ridiculous. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. He, oh, that was. I don't want to get into the handball stuff. All right. Give me, uh, give me your fifth and final. Sure. Yeah, yeah, your fifth and final. Yeah, yeah.
0: Take. Um, so I talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, but I think Bayern are going to struggle this season, actually, um, because they've lost, uh, you know, Tiago. um, because, um, you know, they just lost a lot, a lot of depth all around, and I think they're gonna, they, they could lose some more. Um, so, so I think you know, I, I don't think they're gonna have a bad season, but I think, um, you know, the Bundesliga is going to be you know close again. I think they're still going to win. But I don't think they – I don't see them winning the Champions League again. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't know. That, that might be an overreaction. We'll, we'll see. I mean, they, they did just get smacked by um, Hoffenheim. Yeah, so. yeah. well,
1: hey, we love to see I – mean, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I love to see Bayern lose. Like, yeah. I love no. to see – you love like to see PSG I would, lose. You love yeah. to see Juventus lose. I would love
0: to see Dortmund win this year or anyone anyway in, in the
1: Champions League. Also. Right. At least – yeah. I mean, the end of the season, you know, we, we thought we had an exciting title race on. It ended – you know, Bayern beat Dortmund. It turned into a, you know, a one-horse race. Yeah. But you know, again, I mean, we're, if we're just going off the first couple of weeks, Bayern are not doing too hot <laughs> right now. So Bayern yeah, uh, are trash. Bayern a mid table <laughs> side? Question mark. Um, yeah. My final take: sticking with the Premier League, Sheffield United, who finished what ninth last season, mm-hmm. relegated. I like I like that take. Relegated. <laughs> um, not much to it. You can't just say it's because Dean Henderson's gone, even though that was that is a big part of it. Um, they just, they just don't offer very much at all going forward. They don't they don't offer much. They offer, you know, a one-goal affair between both sides. <laughs> uh, and if it's not their goal, then they're in trouble. Yeah. They don't offer anything.
0: I mean, I think they've had some trouble. You know, they haven't really signed much this summer, I don't believe. And, um, you know, Chris Wilder's system is, is what got them this far. Um, but I think maybe teams have adapted. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, Sheffield, I don't know. They, they always just – I was never overly impressed with them. I mean, obviously they got the results, but – it was always kind of like you know the team you know they're playing made it you know a giant mistake and one of their two massive strikers who are who super <laughs> a- a- unathletic just tapped it lads, in yeah absolute lads and it was like okay like good job Sheffield
1: but right, no, it's, it's 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 it comes down to their discipline and, and their the structure that they play with but look um, I, I just I just don't like, we saw Leicester remember that, you know they win the title and all of a sudden they're in trouble the next season again it's because the league adapts and the league adapted. Um, Zero points in two or three matches, and you know I think they're going down. And I wouldn't mind seeing them go down. I don't like yeah. watching them. I don't <laughs> like watching Sheffield United.
0: You know who I don't like watching is Newcastle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Dude, they're I, so bad to watch. Okay, like, I, I, I get excited. Like, Saint
0: Maximin, yeah,
1: he's like cool to watch. Like obviously, but other than that, it's just not good. <laughs> I like, I like the uh, you know there, there there are some names on
0: Newcastle that I on paper no, I like. On paper, like, like it's like wow, this team could be something. But then it's like. Like we just don't know how to pass the ball. Like we have no passing like rhythm. Like, and, and I mean, I'd really like to see us play that four-two-three-one, where you know we play ev- all of our talents when healthy. Obviously, you know you have Ryan Frazier on the left wing. Uh, you know you put you know Wilson up top, Almoner at the ten, and St. Maximan on the other wing. I think that's a devastating attack. Um, you know, any and of John Joe Shelby behind him serving in balls. So I, I think, I don't know. I mean, Steve Bruce. He's got to figure something out because they got really lucky against Tottenham. Well, so. I mean, you
1: drew Tottenham, not a big deal. You know, it doesn't say much. It's a draw against Tottenham. So. <laughs> I
0: mean, we, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, so so real quick,
1: I want to get get your opinion here. Where do you think Newcastle will finish realistically? Because a lot of people are backing them as relegation candidates.
0: I mean, everyone says that every year. I think they have enough talent on paper. Uh, I think I pitched, picked them 14th or 15th. I think maybe they'll finish 16th um you know they're going to be around the relegation zone but at the end of the day when you have players like Callum Wilson, Alan St. Maxman, Miguel, like those are those are players that um you know are just above you know what the bottom feeders have I think at this point so.
1: And then you know my my final question for you here I think I have Newcastle around there as well. Will West Ham have a better season? I mean we just saw them destroy Wolves 4-0, but I don't know, I, where did that come from? But that, that can't be indicative of what we have coming.
0: I have no idea. West Ham are, are such a bizarre team. Like, honestly, on paper, like, they should not – have. like, I don't – like, on paper, they should no, be, be nowhere close to the relegation zone, like, borderline pushing, like, top ten. Um, but, you know, David Moyes, I have no confidence in him. Um, also, I don't know. They, they're just – they don't seem like a, a motivated team at times. And, you know, great win against Wolves. Um, but I really – they're such a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde team, so hmm. – I don't really know. We'll put. We'll put. All, <laughs> right. All, right. all right. Yeah, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, Got to talk about Weston McKennie making that move to uh, uh, Juventus. How do we not bring this <laughs> up? Yeah, I mean, what a move! And I mean, this guy is starting game after game. I, I apparently didn't have the greatest game against Roma, but uh, extremely impressive. And you know, it's crazy to watch him. You know, train with Cristiano and all those.
1: Could you? Could you imagine? <laughs> like, like I was going to say earlier with the MLS. Higuain, all of a sudden, yeah, you know, like a couple of kids I played with are now all of a sudden getting in Higuain's face when he gets (laughs) mad after he misses his penalty, like that's so cool. But you know, Weston McKinney, only a couple years older than us, is now hugging Cristiano Ronaldo after a goal. Ronaldo's, you know, (laughs) waving him to come in to hug him. Like that's just it's a a dream. It's it's mind blowing, and um,
0: you know, hopefully the US, I mean, US men's national team, are just um, keep producing prospects. And you know, it looks like um, what's his name, Brendan Aronson will be. Um, heading over to Europe as well. Salzburg have been linked. I think that's a great move. You know Jesse Marsh. Uh, you know, upcoming an American coach. You know the uh, Red Bull. You know clubs are just do a fantastic job with youth development. So that that's a, another one to watch there.
1: So so you know, bottom line, keep it up, USA. Keep producing <laughs> talent. Let's uh, go USA. Let's go USA. All right. Well, thank you guys all for tuning in. Uh, make sure to check us out on Twitter. Follow us, like us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will catch you guys next time. St. Maximus, on the way. And you got two men, don't just be him. They wearing Gucci. So in Gucci. Because you know me, I'm
0: drinking too soon.